Are you tired of not getting deletions? Or you just want to sue the hell out of these debt collectors? I got the solution for you. I taught at FDCPA, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, Masterclass, where I went over the process of suing these debt collectors when they're not cooperating the way that you want them to cooperate. So if you want to grab it, go to catactusllc.com, click on courses. It's going to take you directly to the FDCPA Masterclass Replay. I covered how to sue these debt collectors. I covered how to structure your administrative process. I covered so much over the span of over two hours. Tap in or get left behind. Catch you on an episode. All right, listen, before we even get into the episode, I got to be real with y'all. Hold on, let me, let me get my music on, first of all. I bet. I got to be real with y'all. Y'all know I be real with y'all. Y'all know I don't be capping and all that, right? So some of y'all, some of y'all got to stop listening to the podcast. Michael, what do you mean by I got to stop listening to the podcast? I'll be talking to some of y'all on consultation calls, on free calls. And a lot of y'all, you're just like, okay, you know, it's gems, gems, gems. I like the podcast, this, that, and the third. If you listen to 50 episodes straight, over 50 episodes straight, and you ain't take no action on nothing, like, like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying some of y'all need to stop listening to my podcast. Because you can't listen to so many episodes. Some of y'all probably taking notes. You taking notes, right? You taking notes, you listening to all the episodes. But what have you done with all the episodes? You listen to every single manufacturer spending episode I put out and you ain't made no money? <laughs> like, does that make sense? It literally don't make sense. It don't make sense like as far as it don't make money sense and it don't make sense like it don't make sense. You feel me? So some of y'all got to stop listening to the podcast. I feel like um, I was just thinking about it. That might be what's holding some of y'all back. Like, think about it. You're listening to episode after episode after episode after episode and you ain't did one thing based off of the information you were listening to. Like, I appreciate, you know, oh, gems, gems, gems. You know, the podcast is good. This, that, and the third. But it's like, at the end of the day, I want y'all to succeed. So it's like, you got to take action with the information. Right? So, yeah, I just wanted to say that just to just to say that and let y'all know. Because some of y'all may not know that's what you're doing. Some of y'all may be thinking like, okay, you know, I'm taking action because I'm listening to the podcast. You listening to the podcast isn't going to move you forward. You have to actually do something about the information that I'm saying, right? So um, maybe some of y'all taking action. Maybe some of y'all not. Most of y'all probably not. So just wanted to say that. Let's get it. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. All right, listen. Welcome to the episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. Hopefully, y'all feeling blessed. Hopefully, y'all feeling amazing. Hopefully, y'all feeling great. All right, so new episode, we're going to be talking about, as y'all can see in the title, we're going to be talking about some consumer law, and it's related to the FDCPA. Before we get into the episode, I got a couple updates. We're going to get straight to it after that. So number one, man, it's crazy. 
I think I talked about it in a previous episode, maybe. But I broke my glasses. Like that, I, I was hot when I broke it. Um, I think maybe y'all have seen my glasses in some videos. I try not to wear my glasses too much just because of like glare and all that when I'm recording videos. But I feel like I've worn them in like different pieces of content. I probably got them in my pictures and stuff. But yeah, man, them glasses are like $400. So I was just like, damn, that's like $400 down the drain. But, um, you know, I'm in materialistic. And I was thinking about it like as far as as far as getting it back, if I wanted to do it for free. Obviously, we got manufacturer spending, you feel me? And then things like, I mean, shoot, if I wanted to do a sale real quick, you know, I could put that out. You know, y'all could um, do y'all thing and, you know, fund my new glasses or whatever. <laughs> nah, but I, I bought some new ones already. And the new ones are probably, I think I spent like 500 or something. I'm not sure. But it's a little bit more expensive. But it's crazy because I literally was taking a nap. I was taking a nap, and then what had happened was I woke up, and I picked up my phone to check the time. I saw the time. I don't know what happened. It just fumbled out of my hands, and it dropped perfectly on my glasses to break. So I don't know if God was telling me to get new glasses or whatever, but you know I got the new glasses, and it's pretty much the same lens, or it's pretty much the same glasses, but I got different lens. So we're going to see. Just wanted to update y'all on that because I know a couple of y'all, some of y'all have been like, you like the updates when I talk about what's going on. So there's that. I think I mentioned it also in a previous episode. I'm pretty sure, like 99% sure. I mentioned I was reading the book, Give Yourself Credit, Money Doesn't Grow on Trees by David E. Robinson. So I've been pretty inconsistent. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I've been pretty inconsistent as far as reading it, but... I am reading it and I'm going to be more intentional about reading it because I saw that a new book that I ordered that came in as far as consumer law. So I was just like, you know, I got to be more consistent as far as that. It'd be a lot going on as far as what I'd be doing. But at the end of the day, you know, excuses are excuses. I can make time to actually read it. You feel me? So there's that. Make sure y'all follow my personal page. If you don't follow my personal page, it's at Michael Benjamin on Instagram. As far as IG, if you want to follow our business page, you can follow CA Tactics LLC. Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as updates. But yeah, we're gonna get into the consumer law. Oh, we might have a we might have a guest podcast interview next week, or it might be the following week. But stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for more guests on the podcast. And I hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode with Precious as far as the Airbnb stuff. I know she. She got a lot of information as far as Airbnb, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully y'all tapped into that. Hopefully y'all took action. And if you didn't tap into it, you know, go tap into it. It was literally the last episode I was uploaded. So there is that. But yeah, man, hopefully y'all good. Hopefully y'all, hopefully y'all straight wherever y'all at. I'll be, I'll be talking to some of y'all that be booking consultations. I'll be talking to some of y'all in our in our uh, free Facebook group. Join our free Facebook group if you haven't joined it. Um, the link is the link is going to be in the description of the episode, but it's also on the link of my bio, my IG bio. 
the CA Tactics LLC bio. And yeah, just get tapped in. We also have a YouTube. That's an update as well. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't just be watching the videos and not subscribing. Um, I recently did the FDCPA live masterclass. And I plan on uploading snippets over on the YouTube, just like how I did the FCRA. If y'all notice, you know, there's certain patterns of what I'd be doing as far as uh, business, as far as marketing and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Make sure y'all tap in. Make sure y'all do what y'all got to do to get to the next level. Because at the end of the day, the whole purpose of these episodes, the whole purpose of everything I'll be putting out is to help y'all. Because obviously I know the information that I'm saying. So I just hope, let me not hope, I pray that y'all take action on the information I'm putting out. So yeah, man, woman, let's get straight into it. And let's talk that consumer law stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot an update. I don't even know how I forgot it. <laughs> but basically, I had a client. She was being sued by a debt collector. She had booked a one-on-one consultation. Those of y'all that know about my one-on-one consultations at the time of the recording, they are $350. Um, so she booked the consultation. She made the smart investment. She did what I said. She was able to get the case dismissed. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, praise God. All honor, glory be to God. And it's funny because imagine she was just like, okay, I'm going to, you know, attempt to do it myself or whatever. What could have happened is she could have had to pay the thousands of dollars that she was being sued for. But she booked a one-on-one consultation. I helped her. I told her what to do. She followed the instructions. She got the results. This is the power of the consumer laws. This is the power of why I tell y'all to study. This is the power of why I tell y'all to invest. And yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to make that be known. So enjoy the episode. Have you ever heard me quote something like 15 USC 1692C? And you're probably like, what is this dude even talking about? Or maybe you understand it. But if you don't, 15 USC 1692C is a Fair Debt Collection Practices Act communication section. And I got more for you. I've conveniently created the Consumer Credit Laws 101 document, free document, which I put in a CAT Credit University. I think it's very important for us as consumers, you and I, to understand our power and understand how to interpret these different laws, which is why I've created that document for you. So you can click the link in my bio, click the link in the CA Tactics LLC bio, and go get the free document. If you like the free document, you can invest in yourself and get the official document. Consumer Credit Laws 101, click the link in the bio, enjoy the episode. All right, let's get straight into the episode. So I want to just show y'all, well, I guess explain to y'all a quick clarification as far as the FDCPA. So if you do not know, the FDCPA is the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, which is 15 USC 1692. I don't know who's listening, you know. It could, be, it could be your first damn episode listening to my podcast, so, you know, we're going to go basic. 15 USC, 1692, right? That is the FDCPA, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. The whole reason why it started was because Congress found that there was unfair practices when it came to debt collection. You feel me? So that's what you got to know if you do not know that. So, based on the FDCPA, somebody had... 
brought up something, I guess a confusion, as far as the fact that a police officer is a debt collector. So I don't know if she wants to be named or anything. I know she listens to the podcast, so she'll probably be hearing this. But y'all can thank her for the episode I'm doing right now as far as clarifying the definition section of a debt collector and how a police officer still is a debt collector. Because based off of the definition, it seems kind of confusing. So basically, she had commented something in our free Facebook group as far as, you know, how is a police officer a debt collector? And then I thought it was a I thought it was a really dope question because it was something I used to like read and I was I was confused on as well. So I think it's something that y'all really need to pay attention to. And it's really why you gotta get the FDCPA replay masterclass, right? As you're listening to this, I already taught it live, but there's a replay. So you can literally get the replay, get all the information, and Get yourself to the next level. So if you get value from the episode, if you get value from this clarification I'm giving, you're definitely going to want to tap into the FDCPA Masterclass Replay because it's over two hours of information, over two hours of not just FDCPA literacy, but I go into different topics such as uh, suing debt collectors and just more topics, administrative process, things like that. So you, y'all just really want to invest in yourselves. You feel me? So yeah, let me let me make my clarification and then we're going to get out of here. It's not supposed to be a long episode. But basically, if you look at 15 U.S.C. 1692E, it talks about false or misleading representations. So this is basically where you see the fact that a police officer is, in fact, a debt collector. Police officer, policy officer, you know, break down the words. They perform uh, civil actions or whatever. All right, so it says, what does it say? Let, let's, let's read it. A debt collector may not use any false, deceptive, or misleading representation or means in connection with the collection of any debt. Remember, any means no restriction. Without limiting the general application of the foregoing, the following conduct is a violation of this section. All right, so it says a false representation or implication that the debt collector is vouched for, bonded by, or affiliated with the United States or any state, including the use of any badge, uniform, etc. right? So that part where it says any badge, that 15 U.S.C. 1692E um, number one, that basically proves that a police officer is in fact a debt collector. So 15 U.S.C. 1692E, number one. Go to it. Literally look at it. Y'all should be following along when I'm reading these laws, just for your own uh, visual understanding. So 15 U.S.C. 1692E, number one. It proves a police officer is a debt collector. But let's say we're looking at the FDCPA, right? And we're going in chronological order. I just mentioned 1692E number one, right? But obviously, the letter A as an apple comes before E as an exclusive. You feel me? So 15 USC 1692A, let's go to the definition section. This is where it can get a little bit confusing. And this is why I'm recording this episode. So y'all can really distinguish and understand what 
a debt collector is classified as, right? Because um, obviously the podcast is free information. You get more information when you invest money, but I want to help y'all that's scared to invest or whatever. You know, I don't know. Maybe some of y'all need to go to therapy to understand how to invest. I don't know what's going on. But anyways, 15 USC, 1692A, number six, the term debt collector means any person who uses any instrumentality of interstate commerce or the mails in any business, the principal purpose of which is the collection of any debts or who regularly collects or attempts to collect directly or indirectly debts owed or due or asserted to be owed or due another. Notwithstanding the exclusion provided by Clause F, I'm not going to read the rest of it. So, you know, y'all can pull it up. It goes all the way down. And it says the term does not include. This is this is what I wanted y'all to look at. The term does not include. A is what is confusing. Does not include. A says any officer or employee of a creditor while in the name of the creditor collecting debts for such creditor. So when you read it, it might seem like a police officer is not a debt collector because it says the term does not include any officer or employee. But the thing is, you've got to keep reading. What does it say? Any officer or employee of a creditor, any officer or employee of a creditor, any officer or employee of a creditor, not just any officer or employee of the United States or whatever they were saying earlier in 1692E number one, 1692A, 6A says, says the term does not include any officer or employee of a creditor. What is an officer or employee of a creditor? An officer of a creditor is referring to you, you and I, us, the consumers or whatever. We got to go back to the term creditor. What does creditor mean? Right? Everything, everything, everything adds up when you really break it down. So 1692A, we're in the same section. Number four, we were just in number six. Let's go to number four, right? So number four says the term creditor means any person who offers or extends credit, creating a debt or to whom a debt is owed. But such term does not include any person to the extent that he receives an assignment or transfer of a debt in default solely for the purpose of facilitating collection of such debt for another. So really, uh, I want you all to focus on first part. The term creditor means any person who offers or extends credit, creating a debt, blah, blah, blah. Right. So that's referring to you. You and I, because we are the original creditors, we have the ability to extend credit to ourselves, etc. So when we look at the term debt collector, and when it says the term does not include any officer or employee of a creditor, it might sound confusing like, wait, isn't that a police officer? But an, an officer or employee of a creditor is referring to us because you got to look at that creditor part. So you got to continue reading. Y'all got to really break down the words, the language and everything. And I know some of y'all may be doing independent study, y'all reading that, and y'all got stuck right there. Like, wait, it says does not include. So that means a police officer is not a debt collector. That is false. You're misinterpreting the language. This is why, like I said, it's in your best interest to go and grab the uh, FDCPA masterclass replay because I broke all of these stuff down to the T. I broke down the language. I broke everything down to the point that you're able to understand it, and technically, technically, if you technically, if you 
understand it, you can go and host your own masterclass, whatever you want to call it, right? All right, let me go to, we're going to cover C and then we're going to get out of here. So the term does not include. So C is one that can get confusing too. It says any officer or employee of the United States or any state to the extent that collecting or attempting to collect any debt is in the performance of his official duties. So I was saying earlier when we were looking at A, any officer or employee of a creditor, right? I said any officer or employee of a creditor versus any officer or employee of the United States. But C gets a little bit more tricky because it says any officer or employee of the United States. But what did I say earlier as far as the creditor example? You've got to keep reading. So read the entire thing. I'm going to read the entire thing one more time. See, and then we're going to talk about how it doesn't include. Um, it's not it's not referring to a police officer. So it says any officer or employee of the United States or any state to the extent that collecting or attempting to collect any debt is in the performance of his official duties. That last part is really where y'all sauce is. So it says is in the performance of his official duties. So this is why when it comes to interpreting, you know, consumer law and understanding it, you got to really look up how you can prove what you're saying. Right. So when we look at the performance of his official duties, what you would do in this scenario, pull up the job description of the police officer. It's not going to match up with what it's saying right here. So what does that tell you? When it says the term does not include, it's not referring to a police officer because this, this is not going to be mentioned in their job description. So it's knowing how to prove what you're claiming. Remember that with consumer law, it's knowing how to prove what you're claiming. So, yeah, man, I just wanted to really just let y'all know about that. Dissect that real quick. And hopefully this gave y'all some game. Like I said, if y'all want more sauce definitely go get the FDCPA Masterclass Replay. You can get it by going to catactusllc.com, clicking on Courses, and it'll take you to FDCPA Replay. You know, I went in depth on how to actually sue debt collectors so y'all can be getting this money and doing what y'all got to do. With that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media. Uh, send us a review. You know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free CAP credit literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.